0: Searching for last-minute gifts? Shop the last-minute deal sale at Virginia ABC and save 20% on select 750-milliliter bottles. That's 20% off gifts for the hard to shop for, 20% off gifts guaranteed to fit, 20% off gifts to celebrate the season, and 20% off a little gift for yourself. Shop the last-minute deal sale at Virginia ABC in stores and online now through December 21st. Please sip responsibly.
1: This is the American Veteran Show.
2: Proud to finally say
1: these two words. Welcome home. Dedicated to those who have worn the uniform. Tremendous national asset. Dedicated to our active duty men and women. They came not as conquerors, but as liberators. Dedicated to presenting issues, topics, and interviews, highlighting their commitment to our country. I want to thank the courageous men and women who have served their country in uniform. Less than 1% of the population of our country chooses to serve our country in the military, and the other 99% of us, we owe them. Online at AmericanVeteranShow.com, here's Stephen
3: Tubbs. Welcome to this week's edition of the American Veteran Show, and first, may I say, happy Mother's Day to you moms, whether you are veterans, members of a military family, heck, if you don't fit either of those, and you are, quote-unquote, just a mom... Thank you, moms. Where would we be without you? Glad you were with us. And thank you for making us a habit every Sunday here at noon. Coming up on the program ahead, we're going to talk a lot about moms in the second half of the program and some really, really poignant Feel good type information coming out on this Mother's Day 2023 coming up. We're going to start with the latest with U.S. troops at the Mexican border. As just last week, Title 42 expired. We try not to get political on this program, but there's there's really no way to explain it without you certainly having an opinion on whether this administration currently is doing a good job or a bad job when it comes to. Illegal immigration. We'll talk about that and much more straight ahead. Glad you were with us. As always, thank you to our presenting sponsor, Attorney John Boson at Boson Law, focusing right now on Camp Lejeune veterans, but fighting on behalf of veterans every single day. Their number, 303 999 9999, or online anytime at bosonlaw.com. That's B O E S E N law, bosonlaw.com. We begin with Brigadier General Pat Ryder. Talking about the deployment of U.S. troops after and uh, during this, some have called it a humanitarian crisis, certainly a black eye to the United States when it comes to illegal immigration and the expiration of Title 42 just days ago.
0: I wondered if you could give us an update on the troop deployments to the border, confirming reports that the first tranche of soldiers um, are arriving at the border now and any sort of update you can give us on their bed down, um, what roles they'll have.
4: Uh, Thanks, Tara. So my understanding uh, is that uh, those troops, uh, an element of those troops, should begin arriving soon. Uh, I'd I'd refer you to NORTHCOM for the specific timing of that. Um, In terms of the types of activities we've talked before about, uh, they'll be providing additional ground detection and monitoring capability, warehouse support, data entry. Again, they'll be there in support of Customs and Border Patrol. Uh, They will not be conducting any type of law enforcement activities. My understanding is that some of those troops will be operating uh, near El Paso, Texas. But again, I'd refer you to NORTHCOM for any additional details.
0: And just a further clarifier, because there is some interest in this, they will have no role at all in interacting with migrants. And then as far as a ballpark number of this first tranche in the hundreds?
4: Yeah, that is correct. They're not there uh, in any way to be interacting Uh, with migrants. Uh, We are talking hundreds in terms of the first tranche, but again, uh, NORTHCOM will be able to provide additional details. Let me go to Jen.
5: Thank you, General Ryder. Do you expect that the 90-day window that has been given for these troops to go to the border is going to be extended? Has there been a request from DHS to extend that window? And do you expect more troops, more than the 1,500, to be either requested or on their way to the border?
4: Yeah, as of right now, uh, no change to uh, what we've previously announced in terms of a 90-day temporary deployment. As always, we maintain ongoing discussions within the interagency with DHS. Uh, I'm not aware of any uh, additional formal request at this time, but yes, right now it is 90-day temporary deployment.
5: And what is the message that these troops are sending to those on the other side of the border who may consider crossing in the coming days?
4: Well, again, uh, when it comes to border security, DHS has the lead for the federal government. Uh, So in this case, uh, as we've talked about before, they needed assistance performing some of those backshop type requirements so that they could focus on the law enforcement aspect of this.
3: From the Pentagon, Press Secretary, Air Force Brigadier General Pat Ryder, talking about the 1,500 or so U.S. troops now deployed to the U.S.-Mexican border. This from ABC.
6: This morning, hundreds of U.S. troops have arrived at the southern border, the first of 1,500 being sent by the Biden administration to help cope with the massive surge of migrants expected in the coming days. Migrants like this man who wiped away tears after finally reaching El Paso.
7: Is your crime because you're happy?
6: (sighs) Tomorrow, COVID-era border restrictions, known as Title 42, expire. We are prepared to be here indefinitely because everybody has a theory about what's going to happen when Title 42 ends, but nobody knows. President Biden last night was blunt, saying the problems at the border are about to get worse. It's going to be chaotic for a while. Border officials predict up to 10,000 people will try to cross the border each day, far more than the 3,500 they can comfortably handle. This video shows migrants trying to enter Mexico from Guatemala for the journey north. One congressman says at least 80,000, mostly Venezuelan nationals, are headed to the U.S., places as far north as Chicago and New York have declared emergencies.
5: Well, it is a crisis situation. There will be literally thousands of more individuals coming across the border and ultimately find their way up to the state of New York.
6: Back in El Paso, ICE agents are telling migrants living on the streets to pack up and get processed or face deportation. While many focus on the impact the surge will have on federal resources, others are sympathetic to those looking for a better life. This gas station owner in Brownsville, Texas, is giving migrants a chance to earn money washing
8: cars. It's really sad. They leave their family behind. They have no money. They're hungry. And they're asking for a job just to get something just to eat.
6: To deal with the surge, the White House has just announced new asylum rules. They limit asylum eligibility for non-Mexican migrants who cross the border without approval. Migrants will also be required to enroll in a limited parole program. Andrew Dimbert, ABC News, New York.
3: And in that report mentioned a couple of cities that have declared emergencies. Denver, Colorado, has also declared a similar emergency. And we wrap up this first segment of the American Veterans Show. This from KFMB Channel 8 in San Diego.
6: Meantime, immigration attorneys are trying to dispel yes. information ahead of Title 42, expiring. They say hundreds of migrants are heading to the border without an understanding of what the change in policy and the consequences they can face.
0: CBSA's Regina Yurita is live
7: at the San Ysidro border tonight, where migrants say they were misguided. Regina? Yeah, well, one of the biggest lies that are being told is that once Title 42 ends, that means the border will open and that's obviously not the case. What we're seeing is hundreds of migrants still waiting to get processed. A lot of them came with the assumption that they would get processed immediately. That's also not the case. That's why we're witnessing people camping here. Many of them are using trash bags as blankets as well as those silver blankets. Now it is expected that hundreds of other migrants could come to the border and that's bringing even more concern to how many people have become vulnerable to misinformation. Migrants from all over the world hoping to get into the United States are now stuck waiting at the San Ysidro border. But many of them have very little knowledge of what will happen after Title 42 ends and the U.S. starts observing Title 8. It's why some have been fueled by false information on social media and word of mouth. I was at the border this evening talking to migrants who say they don't know the immigration policies that the U.S. has or the strict consequences that will come with Title 8, which allows the expedited removal of migrants. This Ecuadorian woman named Medium says she decided to make the journey after hearing from other migrants that the U.S. would accept asylum seekers into the U.S. once Title 42 is lifted. She also adds that people have been hearing the message of an open border. It's what's prompted immigration attorneys to share with migrants their message, do not be deceived.
2: That once it's gone, they can just show up at the border and claim asylum, and they're going to let them in. And it's going to be all good, no issues. And that's not what's going to happen.
7: For other migrants, it's already affected their immigration process. This woman from Colombia says she was misguided by what she believes were smugglers who deceived her and told her she would be able to cross the border from the port of entry. She says she was detained immediately and was sent back to Mexico, where she remains. With Title 42 expiring, under Title 8, the Biden administration will enforce a new rule that bars some migrants from applying for asylum in the U.S. if they cross the border illegally or fail to first apply for asylum in another country. And earlier today, Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador announced that the end of Title 42 nearing is already causing more smugglers to encourage migrants to cross into the U.S. illegally. Right now, the people waiting here, they're just waiting to finally start their claim. Reporting at the border. I'm Regina
3: That from KFMB, the CBS affiliate in San Diego. Obviously a contentious issue. So many different opinions on both sides of the aisle. Why we're focusing on this here on the American Veteran Show. 1,500 U.S. troops from across the country now deployed along the U.S.-Mexico border. Godspeed to those men and women. When we come back a little bit more and an in in-depth as to Title 42, its expiration just days ago, we'll hear... A guest on Fox this past week. That's straight ahead. Happy Mother's Day, moms. We continue. We'll have more on mom coming up later in the program. I'm Stephan Tubbs. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com.
1: This is the American Veteran Show, online at
3: AmericanVeteranShow.com. Here's Stephan Tubbs. We continue this week with, yeah, a controversial topic, most certainly. Now, I realize here on the American Veteran Show, this may be uh, considered a sanctuary for some of you listening. And I hope that is the case. But if you were thinking that we weren't going to talk about Title 42, I'm sorry to tell you, you may be disappointed. That's how we opened up our first segment. And here in our second, want to get to a little bit more. Now, I realize that this, again, this is the best we can do to be a non-political program. I really, truly mean that. We try not to take sides because it's not about politics on this program. It's about our veterans, our active duty and the family members of our veterans and active duty. However, I hope you join me in this past week when and we've known for a couple of weeks in the past week or so, seeing 1500 U.S. troops deployed to the U.S.-Mexican border. We're going to talk about that. It is not wartime. No. No. It may be pure hell at times in the days and weeks to come as Title 42 expired. The mass influx expected from immigrants from around the world coming up through what I dare say is, in fact, porous U.S. border crossings. But that's why we do it here on the program. I'm not trying to tell you how to think. I'm trying to tell you maybe what to think about, especially when it comes to our men and women. Fifteen hundred, according to the latest estimates, this from earlier in the week
1: we're doing all we can Uh, the answer is uh, it remains to be seen it's going to be chaotic for a while
7: we believe we have a robust uh, process to deal uh, with what uh, is going to occur after Title 42 lifts. Again, we're using the tools that are available to us because Congress refuses to do their job when it re- as it relates to the border.
5: Top border officials are already authorizing mass migrant releases for border facilities over capacity across all Border Patrol sectors. One Fox News border source says, "Quote: The dam is about to break." Let's get into it right now with National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd. Brandon. It's it was a pleasure to see you. Thanks so much. I know that you have your hands full with what's about to take place. Can you assess your expectations when
9: Title 42 is lifted? Yeah, when I look at what uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre and, and President Biden say, it really makes me extremely upset. Every single agent right now is extremely upset because we have no idea what their plan is. They have not given us any indication of, of how they're going to deploy us. They haven't told us what the operations are going to be. They, they haven't t- told us how we're going to deal with the cartels. They have given us absolutely no information on how we're going to deal with this. So when they say that they have this robust plan, we don't even know what that plan is. All we know is we're going to be inundated with thousands of of migrants every single day. We're not going to have the resources to deal with them. We're not going to be, be able to deploy our, our um, agents on the border to to go after the cartel to keep the American people safe. We're extremely upset that this administration has known for over two years that this was going to end and they've done absolutely nothing. I spoke with the transition team for the first time in December and I told them that, that this was going to happen. We, told, we, we warned Secretary Mayorkas during his confirmation process that this was going to happen. We told them they needed to put plans in place. We told them we needed operations. And they did absolutely nothing. And now we're going to feel all of the repercussions of their inaction.
5: Well, I mean, they actually did the opposite, right? I mean, they started to change all the policies that were in place on week one. When Joe Biden entered the Oval Office, he stopped the border wall production. He reversed Romanian Mexico and all the other policies that Trump put in place. That's why the Border Patrol Council is criticizing the Department of Homeland Security, announcing a targeted enforcement operation. That apparently took place yesterday in El Paso to remove or detain migrants. The Border Patrol Union wrote on Twitter, "This nothing like publicly announcing that dangerous people will be arrested while warning them ahead of time exactly where to run and hide to avoid arrest. This entire operation is a sad joke. Another pandering PR stunt serious law enforcement leaders don't behave this way. Brandon, what are they doing? In other words, they're telling people exactly when the arrests will happen so that people leave and go hide out.
9: Yeah. Yeah. Maria, when I wrote that tweet, I was beyond upset. I could not believe that activism has now taken over law enforcement. I couldn't believe that this administration would tell these individuals that were about to come after them. There could have been a great many criminals that had um, uh, a long rap sheet that now knew that they needed to run and hide. And that was crazy to see that they were going to put our agents in harm's way, uh, notifying the public when where we were going to be, when we were going to be there um, so that they could then come out if they were Um, activists that were against law enforcement. It was extremely... dangerous what this administration did to warn every single person when we were going to come, how we were going to come and not allow us to do the job to protect the American people. And that's what we've seen from this administration constantly. It's par for the course, knowing that they would rather pander to activists than protect the American people. So,
5: Brandon, we're talking about what, five, six million people already apprehended on Joe Biden's watch, one to two million gotaways on top of that. Cities and states across the country are all scrambling. The state of New York, the the city of Chicago both have declared a state of emergency ahead of the end of Title 42. We've got this new video showing migrant families sleeping on the floor of Chicago police stations. Brandon, walk us through exactly what happens. You, you and your team are there every day watching these people come across the border. They come across the border. And then what happens? How do they get to big cities?
9: Uh, so, so the first thing is that the laws are not being enforced. And, he, and here's exactly the process. When somebody crosses the border illegally, we take them into custody. We take them back to our processing centers. We process them for deportation. But then we release them into the United States. Um, they go to, to non-governmental organizations. They then facilitate the transport throughout the entire United States, whether that's Ames, Iowa, Topeka, Kansas, New York City, Chicago, wow. uh, Bangor, Maine, throughout the entire United States. That's where they're taking these ind- these individuals. When they get there, oftentimes they have absolutely no place to to go to stay. So now they're sleeping on the streets. They're going to police stations, sleeping in police stations. But the crazy thing is, is again, our laws say that if you're in the country illegally, you shall be removed. Yet this administration completely ignores those laws. That's why there's so many lawsuits. That's why there's so many states that are stepping up and trying to do the best that they can do. You know, I look at what Governor Greg Abbott is doing, and I applaud everything that he's doing to try to keep the people of Texas safe. Not just the people of Texas, but the, but the entire United States, because he's trying to actually keep these people out, he's doing the job of the federal government yeah. when we should be stepping up and doing everything that we can.
5: And there's a cost to all of this. They're getting a lot of benefits, including, I guess, a free cell phone. Um, so that cost is going to fall on the back of taxpayers. U.S. taxpayers ultimately will pay for this. And then there's the national security threat of we don't know who a lot of these people are. Uh, We know that there's a massive amount of fentanyl and illegal narcotics coming in. But what about those people who have been found to be on the terrorist watch list? What What are their intentions?
9: Yeah, when you look at what's crossing the border, when you look at the flood of fentanyl, when you look at all the United States citizens are dying because of the the hard narcotics that are coming in, then you look at the criminal aliens, then you look at the aliens from special interest countries. We're not just apprehending people from Mexico, from Central America. We're apprehending people from around the world. We're apprehending them from Afghanistan, Uzbekistan, Iran, Syria. We're apprehending people from everywhere. This includes people that are on the terrorist watch list, and then the dangerous part of border security. When you look at the one point four million people that have entered the country illegally and evaded apprehension. We don't know who they are, where they're coming from, what their intentions are here in the United States, but we will fill it down the road. But this administration continues to not care. They want to pander to open border activists rather than doing what's right for the American people. Wow. So
5: you think that the gotaways are up to four million, Brandon?
9: No, 1.4 million. 1.4
5: million on on gotaways. Brandon, um, this is just such an incredible story, and it it keeps happening. Just real quick before you go, I know that when I was at the Rio Grande sector, we were talking about 8,000 people coming across illegally every day. What number is it going to be after Title 42 goes away, do you think? How many people a day are you going to have
9: to deal with there at the border? When you look at right now what's already staging in Mexico, we're looking at at potentially 16,000 people a day. And and let's put that in perspective. Once we hit 5,000 people, we don't have the resources to deal with it. It goes up to 16,000, and the cartels are going to completely control our southwest border.
3: That from just a few days ago on Fox News. We'll continue to update you on Title 42 as it relates to the 1,500 U.S. servicemen and women who are now along the U.S.-Mexico border. We'll do our best to update and bring you information in the coming weeks as to how things are going. The rest of the program is dedicated to moms. Happy Mother's Day. Mom veterans, mom active duty. How about moms everywhere? Because after all... Where would we be without our moms? And there's some really special audio coming up. So I hope you can stay with us for that. When we come back, we'll look at military connections and the reuniting kids with their parents, especially important on a day like this. Mom, we love you. My mom to my mom, Linda. Thank you for the sacrifice and the hard work as a single mother, putting yourself through school, being an amazing mother to me and my sister as well. We love all moms. I hope you would agree. And if your mom has passed, we certainly hope that you have fond memories, and we dedicate this program to all moms and to her as well. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Now, back to
1: the American Veteran Show. Mama, mama.
3: Midway through the program here on the American Veteran Show for this week, Mother's Day 2023, and thank you so much. Moms, you don't get nearly enough credit. We've got a really cool piece of audio coming up. It's a job interview, but nobody really gets it as to the people that were actually doing the interviews via Zoom. It's something special, and it may not come across as great because you can't necessarily see the faces of these people answering questions, but the audio is priceless. First, though, speaking of priceless, is there anything better than a reunion between kids and their their mom or dad in service?
7: So my career is that I am a teacher near Philadelphia. It's
0: career day at Tawanka Elementary School.
7: How about a firefighter? What
0: does a firefighter do? And for Lydia Thompson, dressed in red, white, and blue, there's one job she knows quite a lot about.
2: My, my dad is a soldier. Your dad is a soldier? Well, come,
7: come stand up here. Come here.
0: Her dad, Army Sergeant First Class Chris Thompson, has been serving in Kuwait. What does your dad do? Um, he protects um, everyone in the whole world. We are going to celebrate Mother's Day. Four-year-old Charlie in Kentucky... Charlie's mommy has a special job. Also knows what it's like to have a parent serve overseas. Mom Hannah Henning has
8: been deployed in Iraq for the last nine months. It's been hard for me. I think she's uh, kept herself distracted. So she's in, you know, she's happy, but uh, she definitely has missed me.
0: My mom's boots. My mom doesn't wear just any pair of shoes to work. She... Where's combat boots? For Charlie, this is a story she hasn't just heard, but lived. You know what? I have somebody that can read this story so much better than I can.
8: Figured it would be like a nice surprise for her to be like, oh, my mom's back.
0: Let's turn and look at our visitor.
8: What? Hi. Are
0: you surprised? I think it really hit me when she started crying. The smile that says it all. I, I'm happy in the whole wide world. What? I'm happy in the whole wide world. You're happy in the whole wide world? <laughs>
1: I've watched so many on YouTube and, you know, uh, Facebook, and they, they're just oh. tearjerkers.
0: A similar story plays out in Pennsylvania
1: remember anything
7: else, but... You don't remember anything else, Munchkin? No. Okay. <laughs> Lydia and her father,
0: Chris, sharing this moment after a year apart. I'm so soft. <laughs> I'm so surprised. For both military moms and dads.
8: A lot of emotions, a lot of happiness. (laughs) These stories
0: end with the same jumping for joy message. Welcome home. Say welcome welcome home.
3: And that's sweet. Just terrific. That out of NBC Philadelphia. Again, welcome home, moms and dads, and to our Vietnam veterans as well. Now, this next story may be a stretch here on the program to be quite honest with you but i wanted to honor moms in at least half of the program today on this mother's day 2023 this put yourself in the mindset it's during the pandemic and it's all job interviews via zoom well there was a fictitious job posting and these are actually real interviews the only guy in on it is the job interviewer take a close listen
5: Hi, nice
2: Hi. to
8: meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Have you ever done one of these interviews uh, over the camera before? No. Well, let me tell you a little bit about the job to get started with. It's not just um, a job, it's sort of probably the most important job. Uh, the title that we have going right now is Director of Operations, but it's really kind of so much more than that. Responsibilities and requirements are, are really quite extensive. Uh, first category for the requirements would be mobility. This job requires that you must be able to work standing up most or really all of the time, uh, constantly on your feet, constantly bending over, constantly exerting yourself, a high level of stamina. Uh, uh Okay. That's a lot. For how many, like for how many hours? Uh, 135 hours to unlimited hours a week. It's basically 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
1: I'm sure you'll have a chance from time to time to maybe just sit down
8: here and there, yeah? Uh, you mean like a break? Yeah. Uh, no, there are no breaks available.
5: Is, th- is that even legal? Oh, yeah,
8: of course, yeah.
5: Okay, yeah. so like no lunch? You or? can have
8: lunch, but only when the associate is done eating their lunch.
1: Uh... I think that's a little intense. No. no,
8: not possible. That's crazy. Now this position requires excellent negotiation and interpersonal skill. We're really looking for someone that might have a degree in uh, medicine, in finance, and the culinary arts. You must be able to wear several hats. The associate needs constant attention. Sometimes they have to stay up with an associate throughout the night. Being able to work in a chaotic environment, if you, if you had a life, we'd ask you to sort of give that life up. No vacations. In fact, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's and holidays, the workload is gonna go up and we demand that with, with a happy disposition.
7: Ah, uh, that's almost cruel. <laughs> that's almost a, a very, very sick, twisted joke.
8: But when there's time to sleep or... Oh, no time to sleep. Yeah, all-encompassing all almost. That's exactly right.
6: 365 days a year? Yes. No, that's that's inhumane. That's that's very insane.
8: The meaningful connections that you make and the the feeling that you get from really helping your associate are immeasurable. Also, let's cover the salary. The position is going to pay absolutely nothing. Excuse me?
2: No. Nobody's doing that for free. Yeah, pro bono. Completely for free. <laughs> no!
8: What if I told you there's someone that actually currently uh, holds this position right now? Billions of people, actually. Who? Moms.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
8: Yeah. Moms. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> Aww! <laughs>
8: And they meet every requirement, don't they? Oh, my God. Moms
2: are the best.
7: Yeah, there's no pain. They're 24 hours. They're always there.
8: Now I'm thinking about my mom. Yeah, and what are you thinking about her? I'm thinking about all those nights and everything. Thank
7: you so much for everything you do. I know it doesn't seem like I appreciate all of it, but I definitely do.
2: So, Mom, I want to say thank you for everything that you've done. I love you very much. You've been there through thick and thin My mom is just awesome. She's awesome.
3: Come on. Even the most hardened veteran right now. Did you get a little twinge of a tear? Wasn't that awesome? I I get choked up. I've heard it three times. It's so cool. So cool. And even though we are the American Veterans Show, how about an international shout out for all the moms? So many incredible individuals that did just exactly what was outlined in that fictitious interview for the job and all of those job requirements. So on this Mother's Day, to you active duty moms, to you veteran moms, to moms everywhere, thank you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for creating us. Thank you for the love and the support. Thank you. We're back to wrap up the show. And in case it got a little sappy in this segment, we're going to come out of the shoot in segment four with a brand new military themed film starring Jake Gyllenhaal called The Covenant. We'll have that trailer. And then back to mom as we wrap up. This is the American Veteran Show. AmericanVeteranShow.com Happy Mother's Day
1: Now, back to The American Veteran Show Here's Stephan Tubbs
3: Final segment of The American Veteran Show on this Mother's Day 2023, thank you again to My mom, Linda, who is just Such an inspiration to me every day She drives me crazy Almost every day But I love you, Mom and I hope you feel the same way about your mom and if you are a mom, you better be you better be having a day already that you're being treated like a queen. Before though we get back to more on Mother's Day 2023, a new film coming out that looks outstanding.
9: John, you have tellies approaching.
4: I still don't remember a thing. I don't remember any of it. I only remember the interpreter.
8: Why he wants this job? I need the money. Don't disappoint. Turn out to be a pain in the ass.
4: No. Not
8: me, sir. Money
1: isn't the reason he wants this job. It's Alabama. Killed his son.
9: Stop the vehicle, Sergeant. We don't want to go down this road.
3: You're out of your bounds, Ahmed. You're here to translate. Actually, I'm here to interpret.
9: John, you have tallies approaching.
1: <laughs> well,
6: For three weeks, this family believed you were dead. We owe
8: that man your life. There wasn't enough for him to carry me across those mountains. Now he's hiding in a hole somewhere. I should be in that hole.
1: Everything
4: all right, John?
8: No, everything's not all right. There is a hook in me. Ahmed and his family
9: are in trouble. We can't intervene.
4: I'm going to have to get him out myself.
1: Listen, you are going to be alone. You got to adapt. Use what you got. If you can give me the location if I can get him out of the country, it's too dangerous. You've become very popular with the Taliban. I miss you. Love you,
0: Daddy. Love you, Daddy.
8: You think if I could be free of this debt, I wouldn't be? You think I have a choice?
6: There is no choice. No I won't back down.
3: The film is actually out now. It was released last month, Uh, co-written, produced, directed by Guy Ritchie, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Dar Saleem. Uh, The plot of this film is a special ops sergeant in the U.S. Army. He goes back to Afghanistan to rescue the interpreter that once saved his life from the Taliban. Again, the film called The Covenant. And as we wrap up this week's edition of The American Veteran Show, back to wishing you, Mom, a happy one.
5: When I move out one
6: day, my mom will be very sad.
8: I feel my mom's love in my heart, like, right here. I'm feeling it right now.
0: Sometimes I love sometimes I don't.
7: When I'm angry, I don't. My mom is everything to me. She just is this
8: ray of energy and sunlight and positivity. The thing that I wish I could have done more of is thanking her.
1: didn't matter what shape I was in, I could always come home to mom. My mom was basically the glue that held me together.
0: When I left the Philippines, I knew that my son will be in good hands because I know my mom will take care of him. My mom is... Kind of smart, you know, Dad's amount. If I would say like one to ten, it would be a five. Maybe my poor Dad got the raw end of the deal, but I do
4: remember my mother saying to him when there was an argument about something I'd done. She says,
5: "You don't want to hurt her spirit." I remember that.
0: My mom was diagnosed with uh, a really rare disease about twelve hours before she died. So. We didn't get a lot of time to, to talk or to say goodbye, but she did get to say that she loved me, which were her last words. Uh, and I cherish that because I've been able to hang on to it. I'm probably going to say to my mom, you're a wonderful person.
6: And you're my mentor. I tie an invisible string to my heart and she ties the same one to her heart and it's always attached together. My mother, she struggled a lot with addiction. Sorry, I'm getting upset. (laughs) Yeah, it was hard.
8: You know, you have partners, you have friends, you have kids, um, but there is nobody else who, um, who will ever care about you as much.
0: My son now always tells me I love you, Mama. But for 48 years, you
6: realize
9: I didn't say I love you to my
2: mom.
6: (laughs) I can think of three words. I forgive you.
0: You were a good mom. You did really good.
9: Thank you.
5: I love you, Mom. Hey, Chelsea, if moms got paid, how much do you think they should get paid in a year for being a mom? Maybe $100?
3: I think she knows mom's worth a heck of a lot more than that. Isn't that wonderful? And as we wrap up, this is awesome.
0: Mom, you've always been there.
1: You've played with me.
5: You've over me. You've
7: guided me and helped me grow. always count on you.
9: Just wanna say thank you for everything you've done and sacrificed.
3: puts a wrap on the mother's day 2023 edition of the american veteran show thank you for giving us a little bit of leeway but we thank all of you moms out there i hope you have a wonderful rest of your afternoon and tonight and we'll be back next week with the greatest hits if you will of the american veteran show a best of edition and then we're back in a couple of weeks with a brand new episode for michael arpaio's mom my mom our producer michael arpaio i'm staff Tubbs. Have a terrific rest of your week ahead. Happy Mother's Day once again, and remember our troops. The American Veterans Show
1: is a copyrighted production of Mountain Time Media Group, LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit AmericanVeteranShow.com. And join us next week for another edition of The American Veterans Show.
2: Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on prize picks. The most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than seven million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. Just visit PrizePicks.com/slash/get100 and use code Get100. That's code Get100 at PrizePicks.com/slash/get100 for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.